Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. This is Stuart Crawford coming to you from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and you're on Small Business IT Radio. This is the information source for all small business IT professionals to get the information they need to make them more successful in their business, generate more revenues, increase that bottom line, and get the right solutions to our client base. Small Business IT Radio is brought to you on the blogtalkradio.com radio network. The only place to go for internet podcasting, webcasting, go to blogtalkradio.com to sign up today to start your webcast and just get out there and talk about anything you want. That's what we have done on Small Business IT Radio. We just get on we talk about things that affect the small business IT professional, the way they do their business, and our goal is to make sure you have the information with the right solution in your clients for the right price, increase your bottom line, and make you more money. Today we're joined by... A good friend of mine, David Cracky from Sonicwall. David is the Western Region Sales Manager for the CDP product line, Continuous Data Protection. I'm just curious on how many clients out there don't even have the right backup solution in place. What are they doing to protect their data, that critical stuff in their business that makes everything happen? It's no longer about what kind of PC you have, what kind of server you have. I don't care if you have a Dell, a Lenovo, an IBM, an HP machine out there. It's not about that anymore. It's about the data and what are they doing with this data and is it properly secured? Is it, hey, if a disaster happens, how do we keep our business going and how do we continue to make money? So I'm joined again, like I said, with David Cracky from Sonicwall. David, welcome to the program this morning. Well, thanks, Stuart. How are you this morning? Wonderful. A little chilly out here with a balmy minus 16 degrees Celsius uh, Want to come out to Calgary real soon? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm on the next flight, sir. Excellent. David, uh, again, the Western Region Sales Manager for CDP, Continuous Data Protection Model, our product that Sonicwall offers. And uh, David's out of the Sunnyvale office, or, or San Francisco. Which one are you out of? Uh, San Francisco. I know when you acquired Lasso Logic, they were in San Francisco. Is that correct? That's correct. So, David, you've been with Sonicwall for a while. You were actually in our team in the in the uh, Pacific Northwest and the Northwest region for a while. Tell me a little bit about you, what's your background, and then we'll dig into some of the Sonicwell stuff. Um, well, sure, thanks. I, I started uh, my career at Sonicwell really as an uh, employee of Lasso Logic, which was the company that originated the idea for the CDP product line. Um, we were around for about a year, uh, and then Sonicwell acquired that company, about two years ago, uh, I moved into uh, sort of, you know, I was on your team for a while in the inside sales position uh, covering your territory and it moved into uh, the CDP sales manager role uh, where I currently am, am performing my, my, my sonic wall duty. Um, before that, I've got uh, a background in publishing, um, did some uh, thought leadership pieces for Accenture, uh, IBM Global Services, uh, just covering many different verticals and a, and a lot of different uh, segments of uh, the market here, primarily in the lower 48. And uh, yeah, that's 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 about uh, my background. So you got a, like a good range background there, from almost uh, you know everything outside of the IT business right into uh, you know what you're doing today. So you that's joined Sonicwell or you joined Lasso Logic, which was you know I met probably managed you at SMB Nation when it was Lasso Logic back. Uh, a few years back. Yes. And uh, didn't even know who you were at the time, so there you go. 
There you go. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you talk about, uh, you know, the history. You, Sonicwall is well known for firewall appliances. They've one of the leaders in UTM, Unified Threat Management, which I think every small business to large enterprises have a UTM firewall out there today. And if you're not pushing UTM-based firewalls, you're really giving your clients a, a disservice because there's all kinds of threats out there, all kinds of junk that can infect your clients' networks. And we got to do our, our due diligence to keep them as secure as possible. Hey, Dave, you know as much as I do, you can't keep everything totally 100% secure, but we could do at least do as much to keep them as secure as possible and guard it. So SonicWall, one of the leaders in the firewall uh, of small business, right up to large enterprise, some great product line there. Moved into uh, data protection. You also have a mail security uh, component of the business. But SonicWall, publicly traded company, lots of, uh, lots of good volume on the shares. I track it every day. But give us some history uh, from Sonicwall, and if I'm a partner not dealing with Sonicwall, say why would I want to, you know, do business with Sonicwall, Dave? Well, sure, and and you know, I, I always say to to know us is to love us. Um, truly, I mean, we we started in 1991 uh, as a firewall company, strictly uh, making staple packet inspection firewalls. Uh, we have really developed the deep packet inspection capability that's kind of revolutionized uh, the UTM. UTM firewall field, and have continued uh, in that uh, search for uh, or just search for innovation uh, in really expanding our sphere of protection into you know really all facets of of, uh, of network data. I mean, wherever that data resides, we now protect it. So we've really developed three different business suites that we work really well in now, uh, with business continuity, uh, secure content management. Uh, and of course, network security. Um, sort of under that umbrella, right? I mean, it's a, it's all about it's all about protecting the data, uh, and it doesn't matter where that data resides. Like I said, it can be in transit, uh, or of course, it can be just sitting static in place on your network. And that's that's really where SonicWall CDP comes in, uh, is providing that reliable disaster recovery plan that's going to be completely hands-free uh, and therefore much, much less uh, prone to uh, error. Great. Now, I want to remind those listening live to us uh, on Blog Talk Radio that you can dial in and ask questions at any time. The dial-in number for you to uh, call and talk to Dave or myself is area code 646-716-8372. That's uh, 646-716-8372. Seven two, and the lines are all open, so you can call in and ask a, a question as we go forward. Here, we'll pick you up and get you on the call. So, Dave, Last Two Logic has this great vision for securing small business, large enterprise, you name it, uh, data. Uh, what was you around? You were around as a Last Two Logic days. What was the what was the vision uh, with Last Two Logic back in those days? Well, really, I mean, our vision started out just to really replace tape. Um, you know, we, we went out and did all of our research and, and uh, you know, it, it found out that depending on what, uh, what study you look at, um, you're either looking at a 50% failure rate of, of tape backup solutions or 80% failure rate of tape backup solutions. Um, and it's just really a, a, a very error-prone process, very labor-intensive, uh, and really, really wanted to 
we at Lasso Logic really wanted to simplify the backup process, provide a completely scalable and reliable backup solution that's going to be able to cover you in a disaster recovery scenario in three different areas, and that's continuous data protection, uh, bare metal, bare metal recovery, as well as the off-site data protection as well, and really bring that into one umbrella so that we could offer a complete solution that's totally hands-free, right? What we saw in, in the marketplace, specifically with tape, is generally the, the task of rotating tapes out, uh, getting that nightly backup done, that point-in-time snapshot, uh, was always relegated to, uh, you know, someone who is maybe not necessarily an IT professional. Um, your office administrator, for example, right? Your office administrator, absolutely, absolutely. So you're taking you're taking someone away from their core competency in your business and putting them in charge of, you know, backing up your most critical asset, which of course is your data, uh, and. So, A, it's, it's very labor-intensive. B, you're only doing the one-time snapshot of your data once a night. Um, you know, with the increased digitization of today's world, um, you know, we really saw the need for offering a continuous uh, data protection solution that's not going to leave you high and dry uh, in the event of, you know, some sort of significant data loss, whether that be you know, an act of God, a fire, you know, theft in the office place, whatever, uh, or just a simple server crash, uh, you're not going to be left in the lurch with, uh, you know, a, a reliable backup being taken, you know, 8 to 16 hours ago. And then, of course, obviously, you know, time is money and, and, and every hour counts. So if you're losing 8 hours worth of data to your business, really how much is that worth to you? Um, so we've really come up with a way to just very easily saw and a very uh, uh, very easily installed uh, simple architecture CDP solution that's that's just really easy to manage and completely hands free. Well, I want to share a story with you, Dave, here because this real life situation that happened to me ten years ago before you know this whole CDP thing happened, and we were relying on tape, and uh, it was a, it was a Monday. Uh, five o'clock in the evening, and I was on my way home after you know doing my day's work, and I get a phone call from a client, and files are starting to disappear on their server. So I said, okay, well, when I get home, I'll dial in, dial in on the phone because we didn't have uh, high-speed internet to the way we have it today. I dialed into our Shiva box and and used uh, PC Anywhere to get onto the server and uh, have a look. It was an NT4 server back in that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can watch this data disappearing. I'm going. What what's going on? What's happening? So I I told my uh, my spouse. I said I got to go back back downtown and have a look at something. And uh, so it was an hour after the initial uh, call happened, is uh, yeah the, the draw one of the drives were failing, and I was uh, not uh, that well educated in IT at that time, and I had a volume set striped across multiple disks. And, you know I'll never do that again. <laughs> and uh, and. So I was watching this one disk fail, and all my data started to uh, disappear. So we managed make this kind of long story short. We got it, managed to get a replacement disk, and we're able to recover uh, all the data off the tape. But again, this was a Monday at five o'clock. This happened Tuesday morning, sometime about four or five o'clock in the morning. Managed to get everything back up and running. 
But what happened to all that data from Friday night at midnight, whenever the backup job kicked off on Friday, to 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday? That's right. It's all gone. That's right. So the president was in on the weekend doing some work. He lost all of that intellectual property, all that stuff that he worked on over that over that weekend. I lost the 25, 30, 25 or 30 employees that were working that day. I lost all of their work because we didn't have a uh, continuous data protection system at that time. And they lost productivity on Tuesday, getting everything back up and running and getting the business continuity plans executed and how we're going to bring things up. We lost. The, the amount of money that we lost was nowhere near uh, the price if we had a CDP today, a CDP type appliance today, would have cost initially to invest. And I think that's where you know, we find small businesses is they don't realize you can they could spend three or four hundred dollars on a cheapo backup solution or three or four thousand dollars on a tape solution. And yeah, maybe the CDP is a little bit more pricier. The price of offline storage maybe a little bit more. But what's that cost of all that intellectual property that you lost? The cost of all your employees sitting there with their hand, you know, on their hands doing nothing, and all, all that data that you lost. I mean, I'm sure, Dave, you guys run across this every day. What, you know, how do you talk to small businesses that still don't get that? Well, I mean, you you illustrated the point very, very well in in your um, in your testimonial there, right? I mean, so in the scenario that you just laid out, I mean, we're we're talking about the loss of, uh, you know in the smallest office environment, tens of thousands of dollars, right? Uh, and it could go up from there. Uh, and that's just, that's just two days being offline. You know, and, and you brought up two really, really um, important points, and there's really two aspects um, that you need to look at when, when talking about building a disaster recovery plan, right? And that's uh, uh, two industry terms, which is RTO, uh, which is the re- recovery time objective, as well as the RPO, which is the recovery point objective. Uh, recovery point objective just points to, <laughs> points to uh, you know, getting the data back from the last reliable backup, right? So that would be the, you know, the last good backup of the data that you had. Uh, in your scenario, it was taken on, you know, Friday night. Uh, and you're trying to get it back up online on Monday morning, um, you know, obviously the repo- recovery point objective is very, very long in that, in that scenario. Uh, a lot of time has transpired since the last reliable backup had been taken. Of course, uh, the other point, in, there's nobody in on the weekend there to change tapes, too, so I mean, you can't possibly do a backup on the weekend because there's nobody there to change tapes. A- absolutely, absolutely. Um, and so... You know, and it doesn't even have to happen over the weekend. I mean, it can be, you know, uh, just your once-a-night backup. You know, what happens when that backup fails at, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning? I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm not in the office at 3 o'clock in the morning. No, neither am I. <laughs> so there's also the recovery, uh, recovery time objective. And this is a really, really key metric to look out for because it talks really about the biggest pain point in uh, recovering from a significant data loss event or, you know, a disaster uh, is the cost of recovery. It's not necessarily the cost of backup. It's not necessarily, you know, whether you're going with a disk-based solution, CDP, uh, or you're, you know, you're still living in the world of, you know, auto loaders and all of your tapes and 
you know, all of the accoutrements that you need to put in place to uh, deliver a, a backup solution to, to the office, um, it, it's really what is that going to cost to uh, go ahead and recover, right? And, and again, you, you hit on it very, very well in, in your scenario. I mean, you're talking about, you know, employees just sitting on their hands doing nothing uh, while you're trying to recover that data so they can begin working again, right? Um, you're talking about hiring the IT staff to come in and put in multiple hours of work to get that data back online. Uh, and then, of course, you're talking about data recreation uh, in the event of just completely losing that data uh, because your recovery t uh, point objective uh, is so very, very large. So, I mean, the question I ask uh, small businesses, hey, what are you willing to risk? And I bet you 90% of them will say, I can't, risk to, I can't risk to lose anything because my competitive advantage has gone out the window if I lose a little bit of data or, you know, lose a company records or sales leads out of my CRM. I'd be, I'd be totally screwed as a small business. Sure, absolutely. I mean, I mean, just, you know, we live in a completely different world today, right? I mean, I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm just glued to my Black, BlackBerry 24-7, you know? Um, I don't really work the standard, standard hours, and, and really no one does anymore, right? So the need for uh, a reliable backup solution that's going to give you up-to-the-minute replication of your data is just huge, absolutely huge. Downtime, even for an hour, is just crippling in, t in today's environments. Especially with the reliance on email today. I don't think anybody knows how to use a telephone anymore. No, absolutely. So imagine if you're, imagine if you're a business and you're doing everything, you're communicating with vendors and employees and joint venture partners, and your email system goes down. What, do you, what happens to your business then? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, um, and, and and again, I mean, the studies bear it out, right? So you can look at, you know, Gartner, um, you know, any small business publication. Heck, you can look at USA Today after we have a you know huge disaster here in the lower 48, whether it be Hurricane Katrina, you know, flooding in the uh, South Gulf region. Um, or the wildfires in San Diego that just happened, right? Um, you know, a significant data loss event for a company that doesn't have a reliable backup solution in place is just—it's just a killer, right? So you can—you can. You can I, I believe uh, what was the last? Well, I heard an interesting stat yesterday or the other day, Dave. Was that the uh, Unified Communications launch from Microsoft? Uh huh. And they were talking about uh, data loss, and it came up in one of their in one of their conversations. Uh, it was a UK Board of Trade did a study uh, that, uh, and these are 2002 numbers, so it may even maybe even worse today. Sure. But I think the number was something like 70% of businesses that suffer a critical data loss are out of business within 18 months. And I went, wow, 18 months, my business is gone. And then, you know, I looked at I got thinking about that a little bit more. Says, yeah, you know what, it'll take 18 months to totally lose my whole client base because I lost critical data or I had a compromise of my system, and that gets into some security stuff. But we hear stories all the time about backup tapes being missed by, or lost by couriers, and where's all these health records now because they're 
stored on some external hard drive that's been couriered to a secure facility or something like that. We're hearing those stories all the time. Oh, sure, uh, absolutely. 18 months sounds about right for my business to go totally in the tank. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I mean, what do, what do we do? You know, heaven forbid we have another uh, repeat of September 2001. How many businesses survived uh, out of that disaster? Right. Absolutely. I mean, it just it, it crippled the uh, small business uh, small business market in the in the New York area, right? I mean, we we all read those stories, um, and and you didn't have to go to the business press to read those stories. You could just look at you know any paper across the world, and it, and it had the human interest story of uh, you know some local merchant that merchant that just completely went out of business. And, and Katrina was another great example of the the need for a reliable off-site solution because, you know, some of those guys relocated their business to new states. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's, and it's a, it's reliable, is, reliable is the key there, right? Because you, you said it again and you, and you hit upon the point very well. Um, right? What we're starting to see now in, in the business press, in the, you know, uh, major press, uh, is just a, a continuation of these stories about off-site data being lost through couriers, right? So you can you can go to your off-site data provider, um, and they will lose the data in transit for you. Um, this recently happened with the Ohio State government, uh, again here in the states, where um, you know some some state government aide intern uh, had just uh, put his uh, uh, put the put the Ohio State government's backup tapes in his car uh, and had his car broken into. Uh, and so as a result, over a million residents of Ohio had their personal data stolen on those tapes, unencrypted, and the state treasury had all of their account information stolen with those tapes. I think that's something that's on, uh, on CNN or BBC the other day, too, about the same thing happening in, uh, in the U.K., Nice. What was what was that story? Oh, missing, missing tapes again uh, for uh, health records or social services type records in the UK went missing. Same idea. You know? Yeah. No. Absolutely. And it's you know it, it's just a it's crippling. Uh, B you're opening yourself up to a lot of liability, right? So that that brings in you know the, the need for compliancy now in in delivering you know secure data. Uh, across the network. Again, no matter where that data resides, whether it's in transit or sitting on your network, it needs to be secured. So absolutely. you absolutely need to have a, you know, an off-site solution that's completely encrypted. Um, and, you know, personally, I, I don't trust Courier. So I, I don't trust Amazon.com. I don't trust UPS with my CD purchases from Amazon.com. I'm certainly not going to uh, completely trust my most critical uh, business information uh, to some courier to, to get it from point A to point B without anything happening, right? Maybe I'm just paranoid, but I, I just can't take that risk. Well, again, it, it comes down to it comes down to the risk. So we got what's the solution here, Dave? We got you know SonicWall continuous data protection. Tell us about the product. What does it do? How does it benefit you know the small business owner or us as IT consultants working with small business? What is the end? What's the value proposition look like for for small business, and why should they invest their uh, capital dollars into a into a CDP solution? Right. Excellent. So uh, there's a couple of things there, um, and 
I mean, let's let's take this piece by piece. Let's go with the value prop, uh, and then we can talk about the end user experience, uh, and then we can talk about the administrator's experience of CDP. Um, you know, the value prop there is just having a uh, solution on site that's going to be continuously replicating your data. Um, and it's, it's, it comes in the form of an appliance. We have, we have four different form factors right now. A very, very simple um, architecture in terms of topology, right? I mean, you fit the, fit the appliance uh, directly onto the network behind the firewall. You then distribute agents across the network. Uh, be it on servers, laptops, uh, workstations, uh, what have you, and that's, those agents are what allow that initial replication to occur uh, from all of the local area machines, all of the wide area machines into the CDP appliance. Um, so you have, you have an initial replication of all of the data on the network, and you fit that into the CDP appliance, <clears throat> and then at that point, what we're going to do is we're just going to be backing up everything on the block level. You know, on, on the level of the zeros and ones, we'll be backing up changes as they occur. So no well, longer... If I'm, if I'm a, if, Dave, sorry to interrupt you, but if I'm a, uh, you know, uh, a president of an oil company, mm-hmm. what does block level mean? Uh, block level just... Yeah, sorry. Block level just means, you know, absolutely just covering... Uh, the incremental changes as you make them to uh, as you make them to a, a document or an application. Okay, right? so like if I make, if I'm working on a uh, prospective uh, document, and if I uh, save it once, it's going to get backed up. If I make uh, a, a modification or amendment to it, it gets backed up again. Uh, well, the changes will get backed up. Absolutely. So the whole document. You only take that changed bit of information. That's right. The whole document's not going to get replicated again. Okay. And, and that's really how we've, you know, really kind of revolutionized the, the backup world, right? It's because we're only taking those changes as they occur. So you're not actually going in and backing up that document, that full document, several times a day, right? That would yeah, just so kill, I'm, I'm, kill I'm, your I'm bandwidth. Just, so I'm working on my uh, annual report for my, uh, for my business. Mm-hmm. I make the, I set, I've set up the initial document and I save it. That's right. Then my admin assistant goes in, makes some changes, saves it again. Those changes that she worked on or he worked on are are uh, are backed up instantly. And then if I go back in and make some more changes and save it again, those changes are backed up instantly again. That's that's correct. What a wonderful what a what a wonderful way to do it. Because now, in my situation, I talked about a few minutes ago. Hey, at five o'clock at night when the drive's starting to fail, I restore back to five o'clock at night when I do my restore. Sure, absolutely. And I haven't lost any intellectual property. That's absolutely right. Amazing. Go on, Dave. You're on a roll. Well, and and that's you know, and that's just in a you know, you know that that's a significant disaster that you brought up, right? I mean, what happens to the uh, you know ninetieth percentile um, uh, areas of data loss where it's just due to simple human error, right? So I'm I'm working on my year-end report. Um, you know, it's late at night. I, I, I'm sitting there, you know, making making changes to the document. I'm getting a presentation ready um, in, in a Word document, and I very stupidly hit save instead of save as, right? I mean, we've all done that. Mm-hmm. You know, it completely wipes that data out. Well, I now, as the end user, have a very, very simple, easy, and effective way to recover that data in just one click of the mouse. 
right? So I can actually go back in and say, oh, well, I'll just go back to, you know, version, my last version of that document, uh, you know, five minutes ago, and recover that data, and I'm back at work instantly. I don't have to call my network administrator who's, you know, not working most of the time that I'm working on, on presentations, right? This is usually done after, after business hours, so I, I can't even call a network administrator. Well, now I have the ability to recover that information ourselves, myself, which is, to me, just huge. And, and I think that's one of the biggest value props of CDP is just, you know, absolutely taking the human element out of the backup and recovery process. Right, because it's I'm a human business element consult- that's going to cost you so much money. Now, Dave. I'm sorry? I'm sorry. I'm a small business consultant, and I'm selling CDP solutions to my clients. The nice thing about this is now if a client just wants to restore a file, they don't have to pick up the phone and call me, which frees me up to focus uh, my efforts and my uh, resources on project-type work or more serious client concerns. That's, that's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and and you you as the administrator have you know a very very easy management interface to work with uh, when you do need to work on the backup uh, on the backup device, right? So let's say you do have a significant data loss. Let's say you know your client has a server crash, uh, or you know heaven forbid something happens to the office and just completely wipes it out, right? Then absolutely you're going to need to be called in as the administrator uh, to get things back up and running. Well, you actually have the easiest management application to work with uh, that's all centralized. You can actually VPN into the management interface uh, and and recover data immediately and, and start that recovery process immediately. Uh, and it's not much different for you, the administrator, uh, as from the end user, right? I mean, it's it's pretty simple stuff. It's just it's one click recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazing. You know, the the interface that we've we've come up with uh, for CDP is just amazingly intuitive. Okay, that's you know that's great. So, I mean, I, as an IT provider, I can put a reliable solution in place that's going to work for my clients. Hey, my clients can do their you know that. Uh, I've saved over top of a document, and I, you know, I need to get it back. Um, can we version? Can we do versioning here, Dave? I can't remember if we mentioned that or not. But if I can, I store multiple versions of the same file on a CDP appliance. A- absolutely, and and that's really the way the the way that CDP works, right? I mean, there's there's two different modalities that we're we're backing up data in, right? And there's the, there's the file level or the folder level. Um, we're absolutely we're using a file versioning technique to capture all of those changes to the document as they're made, um, and since we're just taking those block level changes, and that data builds on itself, um, you know you can just keep that going ad infinitum, right? Uh, you know you you never have to worry about not having. Um, a, a specific uh, or a relevant uh, version to go back to. Um, so we'll keep up to 15 different versions of every file on the network. Uh, and when that 15th version is reached, uh, since we're not capturing that data, um, uh, since we're not capturing that data whole, uh, you know, you can actually go back. You can actually go back to any point in time and recover a version. So once the 15th version is reached, we're not going to just start calling out versions 
of, of your document uh, and just completely erase them from the system, right? It's not going to be done on a first one in, last one out basis. Watch we go through. The CDP software is intelligent enough to go through and see what versions of the document are redundant within, within that set, within the life cycle of that document. And it will only call the most redundant versions of that document, so you'll always have a relevant version to go back to. So that's really the first, uh, first level of backup. And then, then, of course, you have your application layer backup, uh, in which case what we're really doing there is just, uh, you know, our, our engineers at Lasso just really came up with a pretty ingenious way of uh, integrating with the sort of native API or the native backup of, of, of applications. Mm -hmm. And so we're, in effect, just forcing a log output from those applications, capturing that into the CDP device, again, only capturing the changes as they're made. And since we've really kind of gone into the back door for the backup for those applications, we don't really care what the file structure is. And that simply means for the layman is you don't have to close down any of your applications to run the backup. This thing is just working seamlessly in the background all the time. You know, you, you don't have to have your employees get out of, you know, Outlook for, for a relevant backup to take place. No one has to shut down any part of their system. They can just keep working, and this thing's working seamlessly in the background all the time. So one thing I like about the, uh, the, the versioning type uh, backup is, and I still do it today, and I'm sure a lot of people listening are, are doing it. They're working on, you know, proposal to David Cracky version one, mm -hmm. proposal to David Cracky version two, mm -hmm. version three, and before you know it, you got, and it, it, say that's a, a meg document. We got 50 versions of it. How much disk space are you eating up just on that one proposal? Where on the versioning, you're only really eating up maybe a fraction of that. Sure. Would save lots of uh, lots. You, know, you save the initial file to the server, and the the versioning gets done on the CDP appliance, and it's only maybe one or one point five megs. What 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 really changes in the document when you hit save every time? That's that's right. That's right. Um, what really does it, what really does change in that document, right? And if you're backing that up utilizing a, a tape based system or a disk to disk to tape, you know, one time snapshot solution. Uh, then you're, you know, uh, that one meg document is quickly, quickly turning into uh, a 16 meg document because you just keep, keep replicating the full document over and over and over again, right? Thereby wasting, wasting storage and, and wasting, wasting bandwidth on the network. Mm -hmm. um, certainly, if you're if you're talking about an off-site solution uh, that is doing the same thing, right? It's not taking the changes as they're made uh, and moving that off-site. I'm talking about an online automated off-site solution. Uh, it's still taking the, you know, that kind of nightly snapshot of data and sending that through the wire, Absolutely. right? So again, you're, you're, you're kind of killing bandwidth there, uh, and, then you're, and then you're paying, you know, multiple redundancies for data that's already been backed up. Great, great. Right, this, most yeah, of this, this is Stuart Crawford in conversation with David Cracky on Small Business IT Radio. I just want to invite people that are listening that want to dial in and didn't hear the number the first time around. It's 646-716-8372. If you have any questions for uh, Dave or myself, 
8372 is the dial-in number, and the lines are open for any questions. So, Dave, we got all this great, uh, we got this great solution. What can we do with it? Can we back up Exchange servers, SQL servers? How about non-Windows-based servers? What can we do with them for backing up uh, with the CDP box? Absolutely. So, um, you know, SQL, Exchange, Active Directory. Um, you know, we have specific agents for that in CDP. Um, we, we primarily focus on Microsoft environments. However, we just have produced a, a new agent uh, for the. Uh, for the CDP unit that's actually expanded our platform capability to now include uh, Linux in the you know Red Hat, Fedora, Suzy, uh, Suzy varieties. Um, we'll soon be having a Mac client out. I believe that'll be coming out in the next uh, next few months, uh, and we'll just be continually expanding our platform capability. Uh, so right now we're primarily in, in Microsoft environments, and absolutely we'll we'll, we'll We'll work with any application, uh, you know, pretty much any application that you've got out there, um, because we are just kind of interfacing on the back door with those applications. And, and again, and this is, you know, kind of the technical terminology on, on, since we're utilizing block level differences and, and really capturing those. Uh, you know, it just kind of simply means, from the layman's perspective, that we don't really care what the file structure is, right? It can be anything. Okay, uh, which is going to allow us to, you know, A, be able to support multiple applications, uh, and B, uh, be able to do it on an open file basis. So you don't have to close anything down to run a, run a backup. So how about, uh, Dave, how about a scenario like this? Is, uh, you know, I've got my Exchange server up and running, and I'm using uh, the SonicWall CDP to back up my Exchange server. Can I go and, you know, say accidentally I delete a contact, can I go and pull one contact out or one email message? How does the backup work for Exchange for the techie guys that may be listening right now? Sure, sure. So for, so for the techie guys um, that are on the line right now, this is, this is where they'll really, be, uh, they'll really be called in to help administer the backup system. Um, at this moment, we don't have... Um, you know, an individual mailbox restore capability. Um, you know, it's also pretty commonly referred to as brick-level restore capability on Exchange. Um, you know, this is something that the uh, Symantec backup exec product has been doing <clears throat> for a long time, and a lot of, a lot of folks are used to this um, because anyone who's, you know, that has the most market share for, for a tape-based system. So, Anybody that's been dealing with tape is used to uh, brick-level restore capabilities. <clears throat> we will be introducing brick-level restore uh, in about a month or so uh, in a new firmware release of CDP. However, I would say even now, <clears throat> you know, for everyone listening, I mean, when you're dealing with a tape-based system versus SonicWall CDP, um, you can honestly expect speeds of of recovery and, and backup time being at least 400 times faster uh, than, than a regular tape-based solution. Um, so it's not that big of a deal to go ahead and restore the complete information store for the administrator to go ahead and pull out that individual mailbox uh, or individual message in that mailbox for the end user. It's still going to be a much quicker process than, than a tape-based solution. Okay. Um, 
and we will be we will be introducing a brick level restore capability here in about a month. So you heard it first here on Small Business IT Radio, the uh, Sonicwell brick level restore on on CDP. So uh, you want to keep an eye open on uh, on your Sonicwell, mysonicwell.com for that when that firmware is released. Uh, Dave, you know, okay, we got the multiple. I think there's four different uh, flavors of the CDP. You know, you got a basic level right up to the to the Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Can we touch base uh, briefly here on, you know, what are the different uh, flavors look like? What are you know different specs on the boxes? Where would be an ideal situation to to employ each one of the four different uh, models of the CDP box? Sure, absolutely. So we, you know, at, you're absolutely right. We have four different models. We have the 1440. Uh, we have the 2440, the 3440i. Uh, as well as the 4440, and those range in, uh, you know, sort of many form factors, standalone to rack-mountable units. Um, and we start out with the 1440i, which is a 182 uh, gig capacity device. Really, it's really been designed specifically for for peer, smaller peer-to-peer networks, Stuart. Okay. So that like one a, does like a small like a small little shop that has maybe. Three or four computers and a peer and a Microsoft peer-to-peer network. That's that's right. That's right. So so that one really is, uh, you know, sort of our baseline unit. Uh, it does not have SQL Exchange or Active Directory capability. Um, nor, nor would those clients do because there's a peer-to-peer, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So we have very limited uh, application capability on that device <clears throat> because it's just, it just hasn't been designed the. the that way, right? It's been specifically designed for the peer-to-peer network. And to be all honest, Dave, most of those little peer-to-peer networks don't even have a backup strategy in place, or if they do, it's maybe copying some files onto a CD-ROM. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So this is a, a huge step forward for a lot of those folks. A- absolutely, and and uh, you know, absolutely, and, and you see, you know, we're actually starting to see. Uh, the use of the 1440i to uh, back up home networks as well. I mean, that's that's really been one of the uh, fastest growing segments for for that for that unit, um, and it's at such a such a good price point uh, that it really makes sense to do it. Then we have the 2440i, which is a 300 gig compressed capacity device, uh, and it's running 250 gigs native capacity. Mm-hmm. That's also a mini form factor, so these are standalone units, about the size of a DVD player, I guess. Uh, then we have our rack mountable units with the 3440i and the 4440i, and this is really where you start getting into, uh, you know, the average network, uh, f- uh, the average network for, for for the small business market, right? So you have the 3440i, which is a RAID one box. It's sitting at an 800 gig compressed capacity and a 400 gig raw or native capacity. Uh, Then we have the 4440i, which is a RAID 5 configuration, which is sitting at a 1.2 terabytes compressed capacity and a 600 gig native capacity. So all kinds of different uh, models here depending on the size of your business. That's right. That's right. And and typically, I mean, you know, and it's really hard to, you know, kind of put put a number of user to 
uh, you know, kind of a, a count of the number of users in the office into, you know, what appliance you're going to need because that's going to vary so wildly. Well, even right? some of the smallest businesses have a lot of data. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, you, you could, they may have more because they're so reliant on technology. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you, you could have a you could have a, a two man shop, a three man shop that's absolutely going to have a need for, uh, you know, a, a forty four forty, mm-hmm. right? You can have a thirty person shop or a twenty person shop uh, that really just needs the the twenty four forty i. It really depends on you know the total network size, uh, total data size of the network, and really what you're going to be backing up on that network. <clears throat> Another great point of, of CDP's management interface uh, is the complete granularity that you have uh, for choosing what data to back up and what not to back up, right? So you can, through policy management, go in and create uh, you know, policies across the organization from the executive level to <clears throat> engineering to your sales force, whatever you have in the office. Um, and you can exclude specific file types from being backed up, right? Obviously, this is uh, pretty important in the uh, in the days of iPod. Yes. Uh, you, you don't have to you don't have to go in and uh, you know waste a lot of valuable real estate on the CDP appliance. Uh, you can, you can elect not to back up MP3s and JPEGs and stuff like that. That's right. That's right. And again, it's all it's all on a policy basis. So. You know, you, you could well imagine that you know perhaps we do need to go ahead and back up WAV files or JPEGs for the marketing department. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas my sales department, not so much. <laughs> not so much. <clears throat> so you have complete granular control over um, over really the entire organization uh, through the management interface of CDP. So I, I really like to say that it's not only backup or recovery device, it's actually an aid for, for data management as well. I mean, it's, and it's a great way to, uh, to manage that data. And, and, you know, how much, even going back to the old tape backup, we're finding clients continuously buying tape and expanding their tapes and buying more disks because, hey, you know what, we're letting our employees store MP3 files on the network or, or TIFF files or all, you know, they're, They've got their family pictures up on our shared drive, those type of things. Right. And, and that's eaten into their cost of uh, doing business because now they have to buy bigger tape, bigger big, maybe storage servers. Hey, they have to buy a bigger CDP because they're backing up all this data. And if you, as a, an administrator, sit down with a small business owner or the business owner and say, what do we accidentally need here? You know, if the you-know-what hit the fan to get our business back up and running and, and, uh, and making money again. That's right. I bet, I bet you you don't need a bunch of MP3s unless you're in that business. That's that's right. That's absolutely right. And and you as the administrator um, will be can easily pull up, um, you know, all the metrics you would need of of what's being backed up, um, what really resides on the network uh, through the reporting capabilities of the CDP appliance itself. So once you go in and install this thing. You can leave it running for you know a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, and go back and continually check in with the client, and just really kind of check into their network and and, and see what the health of the network is. Right? Um, you can see what types of data everybody's using. You can see you know who's really utilizing the most bandwidth um, uh, of the backup solution. That's 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 an amazing way to you know make sure th- the right things are happening. 
Dave, I want to share a story with you that we're using CDP and uh, enlighten some of our, our listeners. And one of the new features I love about the CDP today is the CDP to CDP backup. Sure. And we've got uh, a few of them out there now where we have uh, clients that have an off-site need for a backup. And, you know, let's be honest with ourselves, the price of offline storage is not that cheap for a lot of businesses. I mean, it's it's some, and if it can cost a, if you justify the cost to your business, uh, it may be worth that in, investment in an offsite storage. But if you have multiple offices, and this is where Sonicwell has a competitive advantage over a lot of the competitors in the market, is that now we can put a CDP box in our head office here in Calgary, for example. Say we have a branch office in the Bay Area, we can put another CDP in the Bay Area, and do CDP to CDP backup and replicate Calgary to San Francisco. And if Calgary falls off the face of the planet, hey, we got all of our data from Calgary and San Francisco. We can, you know, uh, put a couple of servers in, do some bare metal restores, and we're back up and running. Uh, it's a good way to uh, use your existing network infrastructure to pull data off-site. And we're using that in a few of our locations now where we have CDP to CDP backup uh, and it's even to the point, Dave, on one of them, small little office, 10, 10 employees, we got a static IP address for their Internet at home, and we put, an internet, we put a CDP box in their basement. Excellent. So, you know, these are ways, this is, I think this is where Sonicwell has a competitive advantage. Maybe you can speak about, uh, about that uh, and how you differ maybe from, from your competitors. Is, is that just one way, or is there other uh, competitive advantages to Sonicwell? Well, absolutely. I mean, there's, you know, um, you, you know, the site-to-site -site is, is a great new feature that we've introduced to, uh, to CDP. Uh, we started out just uh, offering the uh, off-site data storage through the use of uh, SonicWall's Colo facility. Um, and, you know, it was really interesting. When I, when I started at Lasso Logic, uh, the, the pricing for off-site backup, and it, it was relatively relatively new, right? And, and the prices hadn't really rationalized themselves. And, and, and I was seeing anywhere in upwards of 20, 25 bucks a gig, you know, for, for just off-site backup. Now it's per month, right? Absolutely, which is completely, you know, uh, that's just crazy. Um, you know, and we've seen that rationalized in the, in the marketplace, right? And, and now you're, you're seeing... You know, depending on volume, you're seeing anywhere from you know three to seven bucks a gig, uh, it, which is much more reasonable. But you know, let's let's be honest. Still, the the total cost of ownership there uh, is fairly large for you know a distributed network. Um, you know, I would say that that solution still works if you're looking at uh, you know not backing up an incredible amount of data. You know, let's say you just you know kind of signified that maybe five ten gigs. Uh, is absolutely mission critical, and then I, I yeah, think a CRM or a sales database or something like that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's a pretty, uh, uh, you know, pretty cost-effective solution still. Um, however, we also have the, you know, appliance-to-appliance backup, where really I saw, and let me take a step back. I mean, I, I really saw a couple of things when I was going out. Uh, trying to sell the Lasso Logic product, right? One of the main things that I, I encountered was just the trust factor, right? Mm -hmm. I, I was calling people up when, you know, at the time I was working for this little-known startup company called Lasso Logic. 
Uh, and, and, you know, I, I was calling you in Calgary, Stuart, and you were going, well, who are you? <laughs> I don't know You're if I want to trust. Before. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know if I want to trust, you know, my most mission-critical, uh, sensitive asset of my business uh, to you, guy that I've never talked to before. Hey, but, um, hey, I, still tr- hey I still trust you, though. Hey, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> Go on, you're on a roll. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, but it certainly doesn't make sense for a large distributed network anyway, right? Because yeah. you know, you're running into a couple of different things there. You know, not only is it the trust factor, uh, you're running into the fact of you know the infrastructure is not there, right? We we don't really have the infrastructure yet to uh, you know be able to you know very very quickly deliver 300 gigs worth of data over the wire. That's right. Right. I mean, that's still going to take, you know, several, several, several hours, tens of hours. Um, you know, 300 gigs could probably take up to what? I mean, that, that would be 32 hours, something like that? Depends on, yeah, if you have a DSL circuit, you know, you're only getting, what, 640K coming back into you. Yeah. Or sorry, yeah. 640K going out, depending on your speed coming back down. Yeah. So you can push that up and into upwards of a week. Yeah. That's a long time to be waiting for your data to replicate and get your business back up and running. Um, so really one of the beauties of, of the box-to-box capability and the, and the reason that I love the appliance-to-appliance capability is you have, you have the chance now to completely take that off-site backup and, and control it. You, you have it in your own hands, right? You don't have to outsource this. Um, you can own and control the off-site data, the data backup of your business. In the event of a data loss, a significant uh, a significant data loss, uh, you can actually take uh, your offsite appliance, your you know secondary CDP appliance, um, marry it with the uh, with the onsite CDP appliance, right? Take it take it off the land, meet it meet it up. Uh, you know, let, let's well let's just say you have a fire in the office, yeah. right? Server room gets completely destroyed. Right, you, you've been utilizing SonicWall CDP. You have the site-to-site capability. Um, you've got your other CDP in uh, the San Francisco office. Luckily, well, now you know the first thing that you're going to do is, is replace the CDP unit that got burned. Right, so yeah. you replace that unit. You send it to San Francisco. You sync that data up locally, CDP to CDP. You can replicate that data in a matter of hours, right? Exactly. And now you can take that and deliver it to the office uh, in Calgary and be back up and running. Of course, we're not, we don't trust couriers, so we would fly down there ourselves and pick it up and bring it back with us. Sure, absolutely. And in the, in the event of a disaster, I, I would think that that would be an acceptable cost measure. Exactly. Right? And, and more than likely, let's face it, some, some of your employees are going to be traveling across the country in that, in, in that event anyway. Yep. Absolutely. So you completely, you completely own that process. So we, we, that, I mean, that's a wonderful thing, and we do a lot of it. You know, the, the, few, the few that we have out are fortunate enough in Calgary, so we get to drive across town and pick them up. But that's a good way of looking at it. Dave, we're coming up, and we only got a few minutes left here. I'm, I'm an interested small business. I want to get CDP. How do we buy CDP today? Well, I would I would say I'd call you, Stuart. 
Well, there you go. <laughs> you can go to sonicwell.com and find our local partners all the, locally to them. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can go to sonicwall.com, uh, and you'll actually see backup and recovery on the landing page. Uh, and you can just drill down into that menu option uh, and find a list of local resellers. Find a lot more out about CDP. Um, you can actually visit our live demo site as well, uh, which is livedemo.sonicwall.com, uh, and actually take a look at the uh, the web interface, uh, the web-based interface of CDP, um, and really kind of test it out in a virtualized uh, uh, virtualized environment that we've set up at SonicWall, and, and really see it work in action, right? And, and see how easily uh, how easy it is to manage and how intuitive it is. Um, you know, I, I just wanted to, you know, since we're running short on time, we, we didn't get much of a chance to talk about bare metal recovery, um, which of course is just taking kind of a snapshot of uh, of a whole server, right? System state and everything. System state data, you know, all of your applications that are loaded, your operating system, uh, all of the important uh, patches that have come out for that operating system, uh, you know, just everything. Um, very, very important to take your disaster recovery plan one step further uh, is having, you know, a up-to-the-minute up replication of your data, but it's also to have a snapshot handy uh, of your system state on, you know, all of your servers, all of your workstations, all of your laptops. You know, FBI just uh, came out with a study that 21% of laptops uh, sold here in the U.S. are stolen within, within a year. I, I couldn't couldn't agree with you more. There, I actually wrote an article not too long ago on uh, what to do to protect yourself against your laptop becoming uh, stolen. But Dave, we are running like extremely short time. We'll have to do a whole new show on bare metal recovery. How's that sound? Uh, that sounds great. I just uh, you know we've we've got it all in one solution, yeah. uh, so you don't have to go to different uh, different manufacturers, different vendors. You can have a completely homogeneous environment with. Uh, with your CD, with your backup and recovery needs with SonicWall CDP. Great, Dave. And quickly, if I had a, some questions I wanted to, to take you offline and talk about, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, sure, you can uh, reach me at uh, dkrakke, that's D-K-R-A-C-K-E, at sonicwall.com. And you can also get through the show here at info at... Uh, uh, what sort of email? You can just email me directly, Stuart at StuartCrawford.com, and we'll make sure your email gets over to Dave. Dave, we're in the last minute, so I want to thank you for coming on Small Business IT Radio today and uh, sharing your wealth of knowledge with CDP. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for thanks for having me, Stuart. And have a lovely weekend. And I just want to uh, remind everybody of our upcoming show next week. We're going to have Andrew Barber Starkey on uh, the show next next week. Andrew's my personal coach. I work very closely with him. And we're going to be talking about the seven success accelerators. Andrew does this as a talk live. We've agreed to come on and talk to us on the program about seven ways that you can, seven new methods you can implement into your business, into your entrepreneurship today to become successful tomorrow. These are seven critical success accelerators. So join us next week, same time, on blogtalkradio.com to join us for the seven success accelerators. And this is Stuart Crawford in Calgary, Alberta for Small Business IT Radio, signing off for another week. Have a lovely week and a successful week, and we'll see you next Friday.